let's talk, let's talk building, shall we? Um, by the way, my name is Simon. If we've not met, I'm, I'm the pastor here, one of a handful of leaders that are here to serve you. Um, but as Brandon just mentioned, we are in a transition. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say something, and um, I hope that it helps us all to just take another step forward in this transition. Guys, we're at a stage now where we're, we're moving out of the exploring a million options, trying to figure out like where, where is God pointing us, what are we going to do, to we have a very clear picture that's getting clearer and clearer every day, every week, that in fact God has given us the opportunity uh, to buy a little building that looks almost just like this, just down the road from here. When we knew that we'd be transitioning out of this building because Door of Hope, who owns this building, they're going to be launching a Northeast congregation, uh, Door of Hope Northeast, in this building. Super awesome. Super excited about that. It's a completely positive thing, but it also means that we need to like move out, give them their building back, and find our own. And we thought, we'll just we'll rent a place. That's, that's what we'll do because that's, you know, we're a three-year-old church, and that just makes sense. So as I was researching, looking at all these different options, I met a guy, I'm going to try to tell this story as fast as I can, but I met a guy as I was checking out this really cool renovated warehouse downtown. And I remember standing on the loading dock with the owner of that building, and I won't mention his name now, I'll mention his name, Dave Ranella. <laughs> mention his name, it's probably recorded. And we stood on his loading dock and I said, sir, I love your venue, it's amazing. Um, it's a little out of our price range, though. And um, I remember feeling extra bold, and I just showed him my cards. And I said, we, we want a building. We're looking for a space because we want to see this whole city come to know Jesus. And, of course, I'm thinking to myself, this is, is going to, like, ruin everything because he's going to be like, no, get out of here. Like, I don't, I'm not leasing my building. Um, he did not say that. Instead... He lit up, and he got, like, right up in my face, and he just starts to, like, preach at me. He said, son, let me tell you something. But it was, it was like, kind of positive, but also super intense. He said, let me tell you something. He was like, we have a God in heaven, a good father, a rich father who owns property all over this city. You don't waste your time praying like a renter. You pray like an owner because our father is the king, and he owns it all. And he started preaching to me, and I'm just like, I don't quite know how to respond so I just start saying like amen and hallelujah <laughs> and then I ended up walking away I remember Gabe Calloway and I and there was a few others uh, there with us that day but I walk off with Gabe Calloway one of our finance board members and I said Gabe I, I think we got our marching orders I think we need to start praying like owners and now in that moment I thought okay but that's like a metaphor right like we just pray bigger prayers bigger faith right but I started praying like an owner. I actually I said, God, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. You put us wherever you want us to be, wherever we're going to be most effective for your agenda, the things that, that you would have us do. This is, this is where your church, you call the shots, lead the way. And, and that's, that's how I started praying. Literally within a few weeks, I connected with a commercial real estate agent who said, hey, would you be interested in buying? And I remember thinking to myself, like, that's ridiculous. And then I thought to myself, oh, I have actually been praying along those lines. Long story short, long story kind of short. <laughs> Guys, we're, 
We're buying a building. We're actually buying a building. So here's where we're at. Here's where we're at. Um, it turns out, on paper, like Grace City, Portland, we're, we're doing really, really well. In order to buy a building, of course, we're only three years, so we haven't like saved up millions. Um, we saved up enough for a down payment, kind of. Um, we, we've been, you guys have been so generous, and um, we've got some really good responsible leaders in our church that, is, that have helped us. I think I've, I've been a part of that. Helped us to be good stewards um, and like wise with our finances. So we've saved up an, an incredible amount of money like in a very short amount of time. So on paper, like it actually makes perfect sense to, to get a mortgage. Um, like we, we potentially would actually be being, paying less on a mortgage than if we were to go out and try to like rent a space of this size in Portland. So it just, everything started to add up. It was just like green light, green light, green light, green light. We kept praying, we kept praying, we kept praying. I started praying stuff like, God, if this is a terrible idea, please pull the e-brake. Stop us now. Like this is, I'm freaking out. This is all feeling very big and intense and exciting. Tomorrow, the commercial bank that we connected with is having a meeting uh, the, the lender that I've, I've met is going to be basically pitching our, our vision to the president of that bank, and they will decide if they want to, to finance Grace City Portland for a mortgage. Um, super reasonable uh, loan. It's, it's a wise loan, I would say. It's not like getting in over our heads, like why would we ever do this sort of situation? This would be a very good investment for us. And... Um, so that's happening tomorrow. If you come to worship and pray with us tonight, that'll be something very practical that we're, we're gonna touch on. We're gonna pray that God would just guide these, these bankers, the president being a Christian. And um, as soon as, assuming that goes through, as soon as the bank basically emails me and says, you know what, you're approved, you're good, then I will call our realtor and say, Dan, put in the offer. It's, it's all systems go. Let's, let's see what happens. So that's where we're at. It's, kinda, it's not official. Like the bank's got to approve and we got to put the offer in. But at this point, it's, it's pretty much like if we want the building, this is going to happen. So there you go. Now, you might be thinking, okay, awesome. So it sounds like we're buying a building. Then what? Has anyone seen the building? Was anyone at the open house last week? Okay. By the way, we're going to get to Revelation in just a second. But this is really important, right? Um, so the building needs a lot of work, uh, quite a bit of deferred maintenance. There's no major red flags. We've done a bell tower to basement, walk through. It's, it's like nothing. It's not going to fall over or anything, but it needs a lot of work. We're going to need to raise some money. Um, and without going into all the detail, basically we need to raise 60K by the end of the year. Okay, we have about 110 in the bank. So what we've saved up as a church. We need to leave about half of that cash on hand. Um, which gives us about half for a down, which means we need to raise, raise about 60K. The only way we can do this is if, guys, like we, we do what family does, and we all roll up our sleeves, and we trust Jesus, and we invest, and we, and we, we do this together. It's not going to be one or two people to just bankroll the whole thing. It's certainly not going to just be me and Shirley. If we could, we would. Um, but guys, it's, it's going to be a family affair. Some of you might very well like contribute thousands, tens of thousands because you have the means to do that. 
and you have the heart to actually invest in God's kingdom that way. Others of you simply don't have the means. Um, but God's not looking at the amount. He's looking at our hearts to see how much will we trust him in this way. Guys, this quote-unquote transition season for us as a church is so not about simply buying a building. God is taking us on a journey of, of growing and trusting him. And yes, it's totally going to involve money. So, um, some of you have already given because I made reference to some of these things about a week ago. I think it was a week ago or two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, people have already just gone online and started giving really, really generous gifts. It's been super encouraging. You can go onto the website, gracecityportland.org slash a home for grace. I've tried to put as many details that I can on the website as well as a, a link to go ahead and give online. And there's another link there that says make a pledge. Guys, please, um, whether or not you're like, okay, I've been here one month and you're getting, what are you, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I, I get it. I don't want to freak anyone out. Um, but I do want to appeal to you. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge all of us. Go on the website. Look, look at everything. Click on make a pledge. See what, what the details are, what we're, what we're asking for, what it's all going to look like, and then pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead the way. Be prepared to obey. Be prepared to take a step of sacrificial obedience. And then make a commitment. Grace City is not going to chase you. I am not going to stalk you. I don't have the time. I don't have the interest. The Holy Spirit will. The Holy Spirit will. Um, but I want all of us to just think this through, pray about it, and then make some kind of commitment. That's what I'm asking us. Now, last thing. Um, my son, Judah, my six-year-old, has already started working on the renovation plans. <laughs> so I just had to share this with you guys. So here's, here's a picture of the church on one side. And then, um, so you don't have to worry about any of this. Guys, it's, it's, Judah's got it under control. So fixing now, number one, window. Number two, railing. Number three, we've got to fix the clack. Uh, four, obviously we need an escalator. And number five, we got to clean it. <laughs> now things that we can get. Number one, get new shelves for books. And number two, little kid stuff. So those are the things that we need to get right now. And in terms of church ideas, that's trash, that's church ideas. Number one, hot tub. <laughs> I think he's thinking of the baptismal. <laughs> Number two, new chairs. Number three, new books. Number four, we've got to paint the door red, obviously. Number five, a Betor office. <laughs> Mug wall, I'll mention it to him. That may have been number six. And number six, we've got to clean the booze. Guys, we've got to clean the booze. That's, I think that's books, actually. Clean the books, things we can clean, the carpet and the chairs. So... Sorted. I think he's pretty much, besides the mug wall, I think he's actually covered it all. So, guys, 2020, we're going to continue to raise money. That's, that's part of the make a pledge thing that I've just asked you guys to, to look at. Um, 
I don't have an exact number for us in terms of like, this is how much extra that we'll need to raise throughout the year of 2020 in order to like do renovations. It's all a work in progress at this point. Um, we'll, we'll have a discovery period where we'll have an inspector come in after we put in an offer and it's accepted. We'll find out in detail what needs to be prioritized. We'll start getting quotes, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm going to do my best to, to give you guys as much detail and to be as honest as I can about what we know, about what we're figuring out, because this is, this is all new. This is an adventure for us. So there it is. Guys, um, let's go to Revelation. You're now listening to Grace City Portland. <laughs> 